Hello, Justin. Hello. How are you doing tonight? The audio's acting up. Again? Yeah. This is not better. This better? No. No. no dude. What is going on? Oh. Yeah, there we go. Okay. You have Great. to hold it like a phone again? Yep. I'm fortunate. It could be like that, though. Yeah. So, so we are back with episode 5 now of yeah. R6 Operation Health Part 2. And this episode, we're talking about Pro League and Challenger League, the highest forms of competitive play in R6. Indeed. They're really quite similar. Yes, yes and no. <laughs> in my we, eyes, at least. Yeah, I, I'd say, well, let's start with what pro, all the tiers are. So there's four different tiers with competitive siege that most people refer to. There's T4 up to T1. So T4 is considered to just be entry-level comp. Anyone from, like, copper to gold usually plays within this level. And it's just a bunch of small teams looking to get better, participate in tournaments, leagues, etc. And then there's T3, which is basically where you're going to find all these mid to high plat and above things. This is where we're going to find all those diamonds and maybe even a few champs. Yeah, depending on the... Because T3 is more nationals than CL, than um, T2, which is more... Isn't it technically more um, continental? Yeah. Challenger League... Well, there are regions for Challenger League, just like Pro League. But... As a whole, it's more continental slash worldwide than T3. Yeah. I mean, then again, there are international leagues, but not too many of those. Yeah. So we got T2, which we just covered, and Challenger League is basically just the seeder for Pro League. Yeah. From what I know. I'm pretty sure the top team from every Challenger League season has a chance to play in pro league with it like for the next season yeah and t1 which is pro league cream of the crop players and teams from every region play to win their season their title and be the best quite quite true it's it's a fun it's a fun thing to watch Especially with all these new and up and coming players. Even with the old players too, players who we've seen come or stay in Pro League forever, they always have new stuff to bring. It's, it's interesting to see the clash between new and old. Yeah, it's that's quite true. And within Pro League, even Challenger League, we see all these super popular organizations like 
we have TSM, FaZe, G2, all of these teams or organizations that have bought rosters yeah. and have been endorsed by those organizations to play within Pro League. Exactly. And I, I've always wondered how much some of these rosters actually cost. Yeah, as have I. It's actually quite um, interesting. Let's, let's actually see. Pro League, how much do... We'll, we'll see how much Pro League R6 players make. Yeah, that's a big oh, one I've always wow. wondered. Oh, wow. Well? Oh, um, well, Pengu makes... Three hundred fifty-five thousand dollars a year. Oh wow! And wow, the top ten for pro league earnings wise is Pengu, Fabian, Canadian, Goga, Cantor, Ketty, Jonas, Bosco, Rampy, Thinking Made Folds. A lot of those are EU as well. Yeah, we have a pretty solid division between EU and NA right there. Yeah. And then it's mostly split by team as well. Yeah. Like, I find... Well, Fabian, what team is he on now? He's on Vitality, uh, isn't he? I'm pretty sure he's still on G2, no. but he plays for... He got off G2 for, like, a law quite a while ago, like, months ago, I thought. Yeah, I know that he got off. I thought he rejoined G2 for Valorant. Fabian? Or did he join Vitality for Valorant? Yeah. Am I, am I thinking of the wrong game or something? No, no, we're definitely thinking of the same Fabian. Like, Rainbow Six Siege, yeah. Like, Fabian, team yeah. captain. Okay, I'm not... Oh, okay, yeah, he did switch to Vitality. Okay, I was going to say, like, switch to Valorant. I was going to say, that's kind of not Fabian. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm definitely sure. Did he switch to Vitality for Siege, or did he switch for... Oh, he switched for Siege. I could have sworn. Okay, yeah, their roster is Fabian, Reese, Reese, Goga, Hungary, and... Yeah, Hungary. I know Goga used to play for G2 as well. I'm almost certain of it. Yeah. G G two had a very strong roster coming out of Pengo. Yeah, that's something we talk about a lot. Oh. Yeah, apparently Vitality has two different teams. Vitality does really. They have two different teams for oh, Siege. Wow. Interesting. Well, okay, that team disbanded in twenty seventeen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I did not know that. What well, I thought Fabian was still on G two. Mm -hmm. hmm. Well, yeah, that's pro league earnings. Apparently, according to this website, uh, Bolo is actually thirty first ranking wise. Wow! In terms of earnings, and he actually earns below the six figures. Really. Apparently, it says 95785. That's surprising. 
I would have. And Schaiko is only sixty-seven six fifty-eight. I would have expected Bolo and Chico. I mean, even though they are yeah. injury riders, I would have expected them to actually have a lot more like profit. More? Yeah. Like more than Pangu, honestly. Geo. Geo is 18th, making 124.400. Like, the fact that he beats Bolo there is the thing that confuses me. Like, I know yeah. Gio's a great player and everything, but just the hype of Bolo would automatically put him, I would think, at the top. Yeah. Just the, the, the information. Well, the, the popularity that Bolo has. Yeah, exactly. It should honestly just instantly boost him. I, I would have thought so, too. And he honestly is one of the best players in Pro League. Yeah. And, and like, Shaiko. Yeah. He is, like, known to be... Him and Squid yeah. are known to be, like, the top players of Siege. Like, literally, the cream of the crop mechanical players within Siege. <laughs> and yet, they are so low on earnings. It might just be because of the org. That they are in. Yes, I can I mean, I could see BDS, like Shaiko with BDS. I can see that, but Bolo with TSM. TSM is a huge org. True, but TSM might also have some kind of rule that takes more earnings from players than they they should be getting. Yeah, because I know Phase is infamous for that. Yeah, phase is a phase is a big deal for profits. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that one. Yeah, but well, another thing I wanted to talk about is console, console pro league and challenger league because that is not even oh, a I thing. Oh, I was about to say that's a thing. <laughs> but do you think it should be? Debatable. It'd be another route for players, but I don't see it getting much view, much viewage. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just something I wouldn't. Because there's, there's, yeah, there's just a huge scope gap between console and yeah, PC. Yeah, me personally, I wouldn't watch. I wouldn't watch console pro league. I'd watch it once or twice for the laughs, and then yeah. forget about it. Yeah, maybe pro league, maybe console pro league, but not like CL. Because there's even a big difference in CL teams on PC than there are on Pro League teams. Yeah. So, it'd almost essentially be the same thing for console. But the Pro League of console would be CL of PC in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Not even the CL. So it might even just be <laughs> yeah. So, going off of what we were talking earlier about G2, their new roster, I don't know if you've seen it at all. Kind of. Isn't it Citizen, Pangu, Kanto? Or no, Kanto's out even too, right? I heard, I heard rumors, like when I used to watch Pangu a bunch, that they were going to be taking Kanto out of the mix. 
which honestly devastated me. Okay. Hello. Hi. Is audio Hopefully working? The audio fine? will straighten out in a second here because it's being all whack. Is it working now? Oh, it's still being whack. Why? Better now? Nope. Now is it better? Hit, hit your phone, maybe? Like, slap it. Now say something. That better? Nope. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Is this better? No, it's. I don't know what the issue is. This better? No, it's still the same. Like, I can kind of understand you, but I kind of can't. Is this better? Yeah. Now I can hear myself, though. What? This better. Yes. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So, back where we left off. Yes. New roster. It's kind of a powerhouse, if we're being honest. It's, It's honestly, like, Maybe one of the most frag-heavy EU stacks we've ever seen. Oh, really? To, to what? Pengu, Kanto, Uno, Virtue, and Citizen? Okay, alright. Something. Virtue up. and Citizen themselves. Like, that's just... Yeah. That's insane. As you know me, I'm a bit of a Kanto fanatic. Yeah. So he's a huge like his his Ash plays when Ash Acog when Ash Acog was a thing were unbelievable. Yeah. They still are unbelievable now, but he's certainly he fell off a little more. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I think what G two beat Rogue in. The GSA finals, and they got second place against BDS in this in the August majors for Europe. I'm yeah. I'm thinking, how do you think the six invitationals this year is or next year? I suppose is going to work out. Hmm. I'm gonna honestly. I think we're gonna be seeing G two on the top again. Really. Uh, G2's just always been there. I honestly, I could see BDS. Uh, everybody's all Shiko this, Shiko that, right? No one really looks at the rest of the team, though. Do you think TSM is going to be up there as well? Oh, no doubt. I really think it's going to be a thing between TSM... Vitality, now that they have Fabian as well. Because Vitality was already a strong team. Yeah, that's true. I could see Vitality, Dark Zero, TSM, and G2. Yeah. Well, they've been doing pretty bad, honestly. Mm -hmm. Recently, G2 has been doing... They lost 3-7 to BDS. And they lost 3-7 to Tempera. Ooh. And honestly, I have I did not even hear about Tempera before G2's loss. <laughs> I've never heard of Tempera, so... It's, it's an Italian-based org, and I've not heard of a single player within their roster. So they're kind of... They're a newer team. They're very new. I, I'm pretty sure they started this year as so. well. Okay, well, 
that's that's exactly the thing I was talking about. The, the whole last episode, the whole everything being online now. Yeah. It's going to be a yeah. lot different. Yeah, there's a huge difference. There's going to be more teams. Stage two. What were the finals? Oh, the finals haven't been finished yet, have no. they? I know TSM won the finals. I just I can never remember who they were playing. Wasn't it Dark Zero? Dark Zero. Yeah, they did play Dark Zero. Wow, wait. That's insane. Uh, G2 did not even make fourth place. Oh. They, they made seventh place within the EU League. Ouch. And, wow, Rogue will receive a 5,000 euro fine as a deduction of the prize money because of sharing insider information back in April 2020. Oh. Yikes. <laughs> that sucks for Rogue. Yeah. What does Rogue's roster look like right now? I don't know. I wasn't much of a Rogue guy. I've never really followed Rogue, so I'd be the last person to tell you. It's it's Aces and Karzeka, which are the only two people I know within that team. Hmm. See, the one thing I know about Rogue, out of all the matches I've watched them play, they miss default cams a lot. <laughs> really? Which is surprising. Even <laughs> I remember watching it in a match and then going on Bolo's stream and hearing them go, maybe I'll go join, join Rogue. I'm, good. I'm a good default cam shooter. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh, my God. Like he did them, he did them dirty. I'm looking at all these EU teams, and the teams that I really only know were G2, Empire, BDS, oh. uh, Vitality, Fabian, and Goga, and then Rogue with Aces and Karzeko. See, now I'm uh, I like Empire as well. Empire's a very good team. Well, at least they're Smoke Maestro player. Uh, I don't yeah. know if you know him, Shepard. Yeah. He's one of the first pro league players I'd ever he, it was one of the first pro league matches I'd ever watched. It was Vitality versus Empire. And watching Shepard play is unbelievable. Just the sheer power he has with smoke is unbelievable. It's almost like an EU Pojo man. Hold on one sec. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Is the audio still buggy? Yeah, it's buggy again. It probably will straighten out here. Right, is something... Oh, no. It's... Might have to give it a second, honestly. Is this better? No, it's still the same for some reason. What's going on? This? You might, like, I don't really know what the issue is, huh? Oh, there we go. Perfect. Yeah, it's good now. So, I think we left off talking about EU. And yes. to completely do a switcheroo with that and move on to NA. And one of the most 
prominent organizations within NA, TSM. Oh. So okay. we saw quite a few changes happen last year and this year with TSM. We saw biological leave. We saw Jarvis join, and we saw Geo join at the end of last year. Yeah. Okay. So I was right. Bio was a part of TSM. No, Bio was a part of TSM because I remember watching Bio like a year ago. And I was like, yeah. oh, this guy is absolutely cracked. Because I remember it was Bolo, Merck achieved Kojo and Bio. Yeah, I remember that exactly. At, even at the beginning of 2020, I think. I think, well, Bio left August 24th of last year. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So I could have... Maybe I was thinking of Geo. Pojo joined the roster itself on the 1st of last year, and then Geo joined November 25th of last year. Yeah. But I feel like... I don't know why, but I feel like Geo has been there for way longer. Yeah, so have I. I honestly feel... I know Bolo has been playing for a while, but I have a feeling Geo, like I thought Geo was on there like long before Pojo was. Yeah, me too. It's it's weird. I honestly feel like he's been one of the longest members on TSM. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. Like I get Chala's a really good support player. I will give him that. He is good. But yeah. I do believe that Pojo's better on the smoke roll. A hundred percent without a doubt. Kojo is considered to be, if not the best smoke main within R6. Yes, he is. At least at his prime when he was originally playing Kong. Yeah. he. I can tell he certainly did die off a bit. Yeah, around the end at least. Yeah, might have been why they put him on coach. Probably, but... TSM actually has quite a few sponsors. Yeah. That's They're not sponsored a by Logitech, Geico, Lenovo, Mountain Dew, Twitch, and Grubhub. Yeah, that's not surprised. Uh not surprising. Yeah. TSM's it's a big team. Yeah. They're a huge team. And Macy J, there's been a, quite a few changes this year as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's not even just yeah. Like, it's not even just in Siege they're big. They're big in Valorant with Wardell and Sabrosa. They're big. They were big in Fortnite when Myth played it. Mm-hmm. Like, they're probably the biggest North America team. Yeah. In at all least, of esports. At least influentially wise. Yeah. I'm looking at this now and. Shala actually played for Pog Champ, which was a CL team. Oh, really? He really just made that big of a jump from... He, he literally moved immediately from CL to PL. He was just like, yeah, CL was fun, but... Yeah. I need more of a... I need more of a challenge. <laughs> His sense is actually kind of... Insane. He plays 55, 55, 31 on 400. Really? Wow. 55, 55, 31. That's insanely quick. 
Well, Dad, so how does he even move sense. a mouse? How does he even move a mouse? Very little, honestly. Because I played 13, 13, 400. Yeah, I played 9, 9, 400. Yeah, that's insane. That's such a crazy sense. Yeah, but I mean, whatever works. Yeah, true. I, remember, I used to play 30, 34, 800 DPI. Like, I used to play the default that Siege gave me, which was 30, 30, 31. Yeah. It's just whatever you get used to, honestly. And then, so if Chal has been playing with that for a while. Yeah, I mean, he must be cracked, and he is. Yeah. He's an insane player. There's also, I, I've actually just realized that Gio was from Mexico. Oh, really? I, I think I yeah. knew. He, I knew he wasn't. All right, he, he had a bit of um, a different culture under yeah. his belt. I don't really know how to word this, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's kind of crazy. I did not know that until earlier. And he's... Wow. Yeah. His, his sense is pretty much the same as yours. Nine, nine. He plays... Well, he plays three three eight hundred. Oh, yeah. So essentially, so it's a little lower than yours. Yeah, but it's basically the same. Yeah, because a replica of my sense on eight hundred DPI is like, if you do four four eight hundred DPI. Yeah, so it's basically the same, just a bit lower. Yeah. And I'm looking at TSM's what's my call it TSM's record. Throughout the past few majors and tournaments, did they? Did we have two majors back to back this year? Mm, I think so. I didn't follow pro league too much this year. I did a lot in twenty nineteen, like near the end of twenty nineteen, early twenty twenty. Yeah. So I actually don't know. Yeah, because. I know they got first place in Montreal last year, mm-hmm. which is basically right around my birthday. And I knew they... Because what I was super confused about is that everyone was talking about Dark Zero's 3-0 win against DSM in the majors. Yeah. And then two months later, I hear, oh, TSM beat Space Station 3-1 in the majors. I'm like, what? Are we talking about the same major? Is this a different year? But apparently there was a major in August and a major in November. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I... Oh, I think I actually remember uh, hearing Pangu talk about that a bit. (laughs) Yeah, there was a major in... Yeah, because what happened was TSM and Dark Zero both... Well, Dark Zero beat TSM within the whatchamacallit within the first seating group. Oh okay. And I'm pretty sure that's where they won that first major. Oh, alright. But then TSM got seated and I forgot who beat Dark Zero, but I think it might have been Oxygen. Okay. Yeah, they lost to TSM in this November major. So this last month. 
Oh, okay. And then TSM beat Space Station again to win the major. Oh. That's very interesting. I did not know we had two majors. Yeah, no, I only, I heard about the one in August. But yeah, I thought, like, when I heard about TSM winning against Dark Zero, I thought that was the August once. Yeah, I know. I got super confused because I had no clue that we had two majors this year. Yeah. So I definitely I remember for a fact watching the the one where Dark Zero 3 would But then later like a few weeks ago I watched Bolo's video on the major. Yeah. And he's playing two majors but he, he lost to Dark Zero but he's still playing after that. Was it was it the uh, video of the pro league comms on coastline? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. that that, uh, that video was amazing. Yeah, I think he had snippets from both. Cause wasn't it? Didn't it come out in like November ish? Yeah. yeah. So he probably had some things from August and November major. Just anything he could yeah, put into he a video. Came out at the end of no- end of November. So I'm guessing what he did was he just merged the two of them together. Yeah. But going on to Dark Zero, their their roster might be the only roster in NA to contend with TSM. I do believe that as well. It's they we don't I don't think phase phase is Latin has anyway. no place in that. They're they're Brazilian anyway. Yeah. Not, I don't think they're any at least. Not their siege team. I'm pretty sure they might have. Yeah, they might have had like a CL team in NA. Yeah. But yeah, yeah like, that's not. As I know, Astro's a part of Phase, and I'm pretty certain he's from Brazil. Yeah, even the cameraman as yeah. well. It's very interesting. Huh. Very interesting. So right now within NA, there's Space Station. TSM, Dark Zero, Oxygen, Tempo Storm. I'm pretty sure E United quit, actually. Oh really? Um, yeah. They weren't much. They they weren't doing too well anyway, so I'm not surprised. And there's also Disrupt and Sonics. Yeah. Both of them actually got invited. Both Sonics and Disrupt got invited to the six invitation. Oh, that's actually dope. Yeah, but it's it's interesting to see how why apparently it's saying United got disqualified due to a roster departure. Oh, that's unfortunate. So I'm trying to figure out. Oh, all of them left. Oh, that's not good. That's not good for literally the entire team that's left. Not good for United. Yeah, like Rexon, Alfama, Yeti, the, 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 the three really important players, they just all did. Uh, the entire team dipped on the 30th of October. Oh, oh. I feel so bad for E-United. Yeah. That's... And that was before the Invitationals and Majors as well, which is kind of sad. Wow, like... Why? Why'd you have to do him like that? <laughs> yeah. 
but I feel like out of the the eight or seven teams I suppose we have within NA, I feel like the main competition is definitely between Dark Zero and TSM. Yeah, without a doubt. Because Dark Zero's Dark Zero's roster is insane, but so like TSM's is pretty much known to be the best team, like the best roster. Mm-hmm. So I could see it. You know what else I found interesting? Chala used to be on Space Station. Oh, really? Chala actually got swapped out for Canadian. Oh. Which is something I did not know. Chala left. He left Space Station, joined PogChamp, which is a. The, the, I'm pretty sure PogChamp was the highest seeded SEAL team yeah. of the last season. Yeah, it was. And then. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then he joined TSM right after. Surprising. Very surprising. I did not expect something like that. But going back to Challenger League versus Pro League, a lot of people that I've talked to have said that they prefer watching Challenger League over Pro League. Yeah. I can see that. There's a lot of different there's a lot of different things that happen in Challenger League that don't happen in Pro League. Like you kind of get used to the quote-unquote norm in Pro League because that's pretty much the only thing you'll see. They run their strats, they run them well, and that's it. In Pro League, there's a diversity of things. There's more than yeah. one like strat and if you're just watching the same team over and over again right it just it's just the same thing on different maps yeah like you really that's why i feel like you hear people talk about pro league strats but no one talks about challenge no. strats it's because everyone knows every single Pro League strat, but no one knows any Challenger League strats. Because the difference between Challenger League and Pro League, I feel, is just the popularity. Yeah. The view count is a lot lower, for sure. Yeah. And I feel like that's a problem, honestly, because I find Challenger League way more interesting than yeah. Pro League. It's, it's just it's different to see... Because you can maybe find some new players you like. Players that yeah. have different styles, not even stress, just different styles. Because I know a lot of people try to base their styles that they play off of other pro players. Yeah. I mean, I can certainly vouch for that. <laughs> I'm one of those people. I'm <laughs> kind of like a bolo maniac, so... I play crazy, like... Yeah, I mean, that's how that's how I came into comp. I, I was like, okay, Pojo Man is literally the best smoke player. There is no other player within NA that plays smoke as good as Pojo Man. Can I be this Pojo Man? Can I be the Pojo Man of T3? <laughs> and then yeah, maybe like even eventually just... Pro League. I, I get exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's just working off of okay, this pro is great, he fits, or he or she fits how I want to play. Yeah. Can I 
imitate them perfectly and become them. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, right now, where Pro League is in its state, is you need to have mimics of those exact players in order to get in. Because that's the way Siege is. Like we had explained in, was it episode 2 with attackers and roles? That there's only a few specific roles right now. And you cannot... Unless Ubisoft releases other operators to kind of change the sway of things, it's just basically going to be the same way forever. Yeah, and because of that such narrow spread of roles, you kind of have to pick and choose who you want to be or who you want to follow. But Pro League and Challenger League in of itself, and the whole tier system and competitive play as a whole has a lot of development left. And I think you and I can both agree on that. 100%. Yeah. So hopefully we can see Ubisoft work towards changing Pro League and Challenger League and all of these different stuff up a bit. But it also comes on the hands of Face It in ESL. So hopefully we can see them start to change things up a bit. Yeah, it'd certainly be a lot more um, interesting to see a change. Yeah. For sure. But I think that is it for this episode. Thank you. Thank you. For joining me. And have a good day. As do you.